Hey friend, this is Nikki Teague. Welcome to the Constant Surrender Podcast, where we talk about our constant need to surrender to Jesus' leading one decision at a time. As you listen weekly, I pray that you will be encouraged to take your next step of surrender, whatever that looks like for you. It may be a career change, having a nicer attitude towards loved ones, or finally doing that one thing you know God has been calling you to do. I am so excited you are here, and I can't wait to dive in. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the Constant Surrender Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Tig, and I am so excited you're hanging out today. If you have not already, head over to the Constant Surrender website and hit that subscribe button so that you receive emails that will encourage you but not overwhelm your inbox because nobody has time for that, right? How are you doing? Let me ask, how, how's it going? How's it going, ladies? Easter is almost here. How is that possible? How are you doing with that? Like, I can't believe that it's already Easter time. Now, also, I will say, I personally would love it if Easter was the same day every year because I can't keep up because it changes like every year. And I really need to keep up with it because I'm on staff at my church and Easter is like the 4th of July for Christians. You know, it's a big day. And things are getting super busy. And is your pace of life starting to pick up? How is it? I know that mine definitely is. I feel like we're, you know, kind of getting in a groove with 2021 and things are starting to pick back up. And I know people are busy. So I just want to say thanks for listening. And again, welcome to the Constant Surrender podcast, where you are encouraged to say yes to Jesus one decision at a time. As Christian women, we easily admit that we need to surrender our lives to Jesus by accepting his sacrifice for us, right? Yet we struggle to surrender our daily decisions to him and release control. Can I get an amen? Constant surrender. That is our lives. That's That should be the rhythm of our lives. We are called to surrender and follow Jesus. My life completely changed when I started to follow Jesus in my daily life. When I really took time to seek him and to listen and to follow, that's when my life began to change. Now, I say it began to change. I'm not saying that it was perfect (laughs) because this constant surrender journey can definitely feel like a battle sometimes. There are some things that I held on too tightly to and I tried to control. Like things like my plans, you know, what should my future look like? What I felt like my husband should be doing, you know, trying to control that, trying to control how my child behaved and basically clinging to my limited knowledge of how life should work and not surrendering to the one who gave me life. Mm. What a concept. (laughs) Can anyone else relate to that? As women, we tend to want to control all the things. And I mean, all the things. I'm going to be completely honest. I have struggled with control. And I really, I, I, you know, I need to be more self-aware, apparently, because I really didn't think I had that problem. 
until, you know, the Lord revealed some things to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I do have a problem. And then I honestly realized a reason that I struggle so badly to control certain things in my life was because there were so many other things that I couldn't control or that I tried to avoid or that I was ashamed of. Today, we are going to chat a little bit about that shame. We're going to chat about a story. Um, just talk through a story of a woman who struggled with similar things. In John chapter 4, there's a story of a familiar um, or a familiar story. If you've been involved with church any length of time, you've probably heard this story. And this woman's story, she's commonly referred to as the woman at the well. In John chapter 4, Basically, Jesus is going through Samaria and he ended up at Jacob's well. A woman was there, a Samaritan woman was there to draw water and she was expecting to be alone. And Jesus engaged in a conversation with her, asking her for a drink, which took her by surprise because men did not speak to women, which is, I think it's just crazy for us today to think about that. But in that day, that was exactly how it was. So she began to have a conversation with Jesus, which to my knowledge, and okay, I am not like a professional Christian who went to seminary and know all the things. I don't. But to my knowledge, this is the longest recorded conversation between Jesus and one person, like the longest conversation with just him and one other person. And this woman appears to have gone to the well during the hotter part of the day because she desired to be alone. And we assume why she desired that. Because through her conversation with Jesus, it was also revealed that she has had five husbands and was living with a man who was not her husband currently. The fact that that topic even came up is kind of crazy. I mean, things just got real. <laughs> even though the conversation got uncomfortable and that was brought up, Jesus lovingly continued to converse with her. And through their conversation, in verse 25, she says, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. And when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And Jesus declared to her, I who speak to you am he. So Jesus just revealed his identity to this woman, and which is a huge thing. And his disciples returned at this time, and they were surprised to see them talking. Again, men did not speak to women in public. The woman, after this happens, he reveals his identity, and the woman left her water jar, which was the one thing she brought with her. Like that was her exact purpose of coming to the well was to fill her water jar. Well, she left it and she went back to the town to all the people that she seemed to have been avoiding in the first place. It's interesting that after meeting Jesus, that she ran towards the very thing she'd been running from. Mm. Jesus has a way of doing that to us. If you've heard the story before, this recap is super familiar to you. But the part of the story that sticks out to me as we talk about surrender is what she says in verse 29. She says, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Jesus revealed himself to her. 
And yes, she believed who he was. But although she believed him, she still allowed her past to define her. She said, he told me everything I ever did. Mm. Jesus told her one part of her life, which is definitely not everything she ever did. Jesus did not tell her everything she ever did. He told her a piece of her story, and that was a shameful piece of her life that was exposed. But she was so much more than that. It seems like that piece is what she was letting define her. I love the change that we see in this woman in this story from her being alone at the well, trying to go unnoticed to running back into the town to tell people about Jesus. I mean, that's a big deal. And she may now have been a believer of Jesus, but she still needed to surrender her shame from her past. And I think many of us can identify with this woman's view of herself because shame has a way of holding on to us and not wanting to let go. Shame will not leave on its own. It is up to us to tap into that power that we have been given and tell it to leave. And there are some of you who are listening who have surrendered your life to Jesus, but you haven't surrendered your past mistakes. Maybe you're not fully walking in freedom because shame is attaching itself to you. Maybe you're operating in an unhealthy way right now and in the pit of your stomach, you know it's because shame and guilt about something from your past is attaching itself to you. Well, I want to say let's get free from that. Let's get free from that today because shame does not own you. You were bought with the price and you belong to Jesus. And here's the thing. I think of this story and I just wish I could go back in that story and give that woman at the well a hug. I wish I could look into her eyes and tell her, Jesus did not tell you everything you ever did. Because you are more than your past mistakes. I can't tell the woman in John chapter 4 that. I can't tell her that truth. But I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to tell you. And I'm going to tell you. And I'm praying that you are able to receive that and let go of the shame. Because there's too much at stake. There's too much fruit for you to bear, your well-being, your fellowship with God, all of this. And the enemy wants nothing more than to defeat you, to steal your joy, to kill your future and destroy your thought life. And we don't have time for him. (laughs) But he has a way of doing all those things when we do not surrender our shame. So whatever it is that you are holding on to that keeps repeating in your mind, That wrong decision, the mom guilt, the shame for taking medication for mental instability, that inappropriate relationship, that time in college, that thing that no one else knows about. Get rid 
of it. You can do something as simple as grabbing a piece of paper, writing it down, surrendering it to Jesus, because there are some things that shame has a way of attaching itself to us over some things, yes, of our past mistakes, but some things that aren't even mistakes. It's just, I don't know, the enemy making us feel shameful about something going on in our life, but we have got to acknowledge it and get rid of it. That shame is not yours to carry. Surrender the shame. Surrender it. And maybe it's bothering you, to be honest. It could be bothering you if there is something that you have done, maybe a mistake that is causing you shame. And it may be bothering you because you haven't confessed it to Jesus. And I'll say, take a moment to to do that. Even if you write that down, confess it. Confess whatever it is and then receive God's forgiveness. I don't know if you write it down, rip up that paper, shred it, set it on fire, do whatever it is you need to do, but remove it from your life and walk in freedom. My prayer for you today is that you surrender the shame that is holding you back from being the wife, being the mom, the daughter, the friend, the woman that God created you to be. Friend, I want to see you walk in freedom. And doing that, a piece of that is surrendering the shame, surrendering that guilt, because it's weighing you down so much more than you realize. And again, I will say there are some women that I know, some mamas that struggle with some mom guilt, and it's not even a mistake that you've made. It's just the enemy nagging at you. And he's just, we've got to surrender that because it is a heavy load that you were never meant to carry. We can only combat the lies of the enemy with God's truth. Let it go and surrender it to Jesus. (laughs) I get a little fired up about this. Can you tell? It's just because I love you. I love you and I am praying for you as you take steps to surrender and follow Jesus. And there are many things we need to surrender. And I am cheering you on as you take steps towards freedom. It looks different for all of us. Stay tuned for our Surrendered Sister segment. All right, all right. Welcome to the Surrendered Sister segment of the show. This is my favorite part because we get to hear from another woman on her journey of surrender because, oh my goodness, we are all walking through different seasons, different things, different obstacles, everything. And I want to celebrate you ladies on this journey of constant surrender. So today's surrendered sister is a mom from Tennessee. And she wrote in and said, I know I need to surrender my son to God. God has blessed me in so many areas and I don't allow negative thoughts to hinder me except when it comes to my son. I need to trust God and let it go. Mm. How familiar is this to me? Surrendering our kids to God. Ugh. 
it's something that I, I hate to admit it, but I've struggled with that. I, I think many moms struggle with that. So thank you to our surrendered sister for writing in and sharing that. I think we've, we've all been guilty. Uh, many of us have been guilty of holding too tightly to our kids which results in control issues, which keeps us from surrendering. Why is it so hard to trust God with our kids? (laughs) It's just crazy. And a lot of times we think we're the only one. So that's why I love this Surrendered Sisters segment of the show where you get to hear from other women. So again, thank you for sharing your moment of surrender. And if you would like to be featured as a Surrendered Sister, Send an email, send a message on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Um, That info will actually be in the show notes. I want to thank you ladies so much for hanging out today. Do not forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you are notified when the new episode releases. And I cannot wait to meet you here again next week. And remember... I am cheering you on as you make steps to live a constantly surrendered life. Friend, thank you for listening to the Constant Surrender Podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss an episode. And it would mean so much if you took two seconds to rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. You can also follow Constant Surrender on Instagram or Facebook just so we can hang out until the next episode releases. And please know I am cheering you on as you make steps to live a constantly surrendered life.